If you enjoy this show, please head over to normaugustinus.com and make a financial contribution. Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hello, Norm. My name is Roger Stotts. I'm calling you from Lake Orion, Michigan. Norm, I've come up with an incredible dildo, and I want to tell you about it now. Norm, my dildo, when inserted into the cunt, will scrape off meat from the walls of the woman's pussy. That's right, Norm. Big chunks of meat will be stripped off the insides of her cunt and collected inside the dildo. Now, Norm, you can take that meat and you can deposit it in a special leather bag that comes with this dildo. And that leather bag has holes on it and a string at the top. And you can hang that leather bag filled with vaginal meat on any doorknob in your house. Norm, it's an incredible invention, and I hope to have it on the shelves by Christmas 2023. Norm, my old lady wants to say hi. Hi, Norm. What the hell are you doing? You sound like you want to fuck him. You said you wanted to say hi to him, not fuck him. Ain't my dick enough? I did say hi, didn't I? You sound like you want to fuck him. End of messages. Wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, absolutely free, Norm Augustinus. So I live up here in upper northern Michigan on 100 acres. (coughs) I live on 100 acres, and I frequently explore the woods around my property. When I say woods, I mean thousands upon thousands of acres protected by the state of Michigan. It's state forest protected. That's all Michigan is, from Midland, from Saginaw Bay City, all the way up to the top where Mackinac Bridge is, and the entire UP is just all rural areas and woods. That's what Michigan is. I frequently look into the woods. I walk around the woods. I've got this Argo Frontier six-wheel drive thing. I can pull two handles back or push them forward. It can go in any kind of swamp or muck or mire. doesn't matter, sand dunes. I can do anything I want in this fiberglass-bodied thing. Got an 18-horsepower engine. And I drive around up here in northern Michigan, usually naked, because nobody sees you. I don't see anybody. I'm naked. I'm loaded up on fucking dope. I got bourbon. I got a fucking peanut butter sandwich. And I've never got any clothes on. I just drive around on my Argo Frontier with a cape on. It looks like a Superman cape or some shit like that. And I just drive around up here with this cape. A chick made it for me once when I was in New York City. And it's because she wanted me to marry her. She wanted me to hook up with her. And Ness on it, she thought it was Superman and shit like that, just trying to work at me to get me to hook up with her to pay her fucking bills. That's what it really is. Get rid of some chick, she's with some fucking dad, she unloads the dad, he don't pay her bills anymore, and she finds some other fucking rube to pay her bills. Yeah, love might be in there somewhere, I just don't know where, how it figures out plays in. So I'm driving around up here, and I come across the biggest fucking engine dildo I've ever seen. What's an engine dildo? Well, engine is slang for an Indian. An engine. Fucking engine dildo. 
up here in Michigan, all the entire state was nothing but fucking Indians. Engines and Indians and squaws and fucking red, pale face, red face, all kinds of fucking Indians up here in Michigan. Now, chicks then that were here then, the Indians, they had urges too. They had needs too. Squaws wanted to come. Just like squaws today, the bitch you're around with. All the whores walking around the streets of fucking America looking for fucking a cunt snack 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And what is a cunt snack? A cunt snack is your dick, imbecile. It's your dick deep inside their fuckhole. That's a cunt snack. Imagine chicks walking around looking for a cunt snack. So he come across a squaw dildo. A squaw's a female Indian. The dildo's like 17 inches long and it's made out of wood. Now, the first thing I do, now you can find them all over. There was a lot of Indians here. And a lot of bitches wanted to get their cunt off, their engine cunt off. They wanted to get it off. And they made these wooden dildos in lieu of wherever their dude was. He's out scalping the white man and shit like that busy. Well, she had needs. She had urges, this Indian woman. So they'd make the dildos out of wood, mostly poplar. Call it poplar. That's the wood. They make a dildo out of wood. They carved it. Now, you can find these dildos all over Michigan in a wooded area if you know what you're looking for. Shut up! <clears throat> and, of course, I do know what I'm looking for. So when I came across a fucking squaw dildo, I don't know how old it is, maybe 100 years old, 125 years old. The older, the better. Because why? Because what I do... When I find an old, ancient fucking dildo, once carved by an Indian bitch, who's out in the woods look, looking to come, she's sitting in there. Now, it's kind of a, appealing in itself, isn't it? Think of that. Some squaw, her legs are spread. She's got a fucking, some kind of skin over her body, some kind of animal skin, a bear or grizzly skin over her body. Her legs are spread. She's got a big, fucking, hairy, fucking twat. Big, hairy cunt. And she's horny. She's carving a dildo right quick. Most lickety split, boy. And she's going to carve that dildo out, and it's going to be long and thick, and it's going to go deep on her. Why, her fucking man's out there scalping some fucking pale face. Some white person out there is going to scalp her. Some self-entitled bitch that's inside some house with glass windows and a stove and all kinds of other shit. She's the first to get scalped, and I, I approve that 100%. They're out there freezing her ass off, making wooden dildos. She's over there ordering supplies from fucking the guy that works in Little House in the Prairie in that fucking country store. And I found this dildo, this old squaw engine dildo. We used to have this fucking, years ago, they, th they say this now. There's a Comanche tribe, an Apache tribe, that lives in the northern Michigan woods. It's very deep woods, deep, hidden, complex you don't want to go there unless you know what you're doing. And they came from out west when they were being persecuted. They left there. They came here. They relocated to Michigan. So I was always hoping to find a fucking Comanche or an Apache dildo from some Apache bitch, some Comanche bitch, this fucking big dildo that she'd use on her cunt. Now, why do you want to find this? What's the point of this? You're not going to get in a periodical. You're not going to be able to stand somewhere and get a picture of you for some magazine, some newspaper, some online fucking journal. I don't know what it is. Some thing, publication online. 
They're not going to print that. Norm Augustinus holding dildo that he found, ancient dildo that he found in the woods. But I like to find them for myself because they're not going to give me any press like that. I'm not going to go anywhere like, like that. You have to pretend in this country. You have to fucking pretend and act and perform as though you're something that you're not. That's what you have to do in order to succeed. Pretend, pretend, pretend. Then go home and fuck all the chair, the arms on the chairs in your house. There's an arch, you know, you know the chair. There's your couch, there's your chair. And on each side of the chair, the couch, there's an armrest. They fuck those all the time. Guy, a friend of mine worked at a furniture store. He said they'd return it to Rent-A-Center. I think it's called Rent-A-Center or Rent-A-Something. Rent-A-Own, I think it is. Yeah, that's it. Rent-A-Own. He told me when they would bring a couch back or a chair back, a living room chair, a living room couch, he said that they would smell the arms on it and they stunk a pussy. They stunk a pussy because a chick is in that fucking house. She can't afford nothing. She's pretending. She rented the fucking couch and she's fucking the arms out. She gave money back, and she expects something to come. There was an exchange of money. Exchange of money equals her coming. That's how it's always been in this country. He says the arms on the ch- on the couches, the arms on the chairs, stink a pussy so bad that they have to spray with Lysol, and then they put saran wrap over it, then they aim a UV light on it and put it in the back room for a week to kill a stench of fish from some chick fucking it. What are you talking about, Norm? Every bitch says they got a self-cleaning oven. They don't douchebag their cunt anymore. They don't use a douchebag in their cunt. They got a self-cleaning oven. Well, in my experience, that's not been true. Their fucking self-cleaning oven's broken. It's been broken since they were 14 years old, man. It stinks down there, and it's dangerous down there. The self-cleaning oven, of, as they're saying, they feel like she's fucking drunk. Yeah, yeah. Self-cleaning oven, motherfucker, you don't want to eat my pussy, get the fuck out, I'll find some other imbecile to eat my pussy. Yeah, you will. They're standing in line. And that's true, they are. So I found this dildo. This engine dildo. A Comanche and Apache squaw dildo in the woods. Now, they're all over in the woods, and they're highly coveted. I got about four right now, on top of the one I just found. Now, why do I want to find a squaw dildo? Big 10, 12-inch hand-carved poplar dildo. Poplar is the wood or the tree. Big dildo, it's softer and it's easier for a squaw to, to, to whittle. Because when she put that in her cunt, that engine, it's long dead, that squaw, that Indian bitch, when she put that in her cunt and she banged herself out again and again on some hill, some fucking sand hill, some mountaintop, some deep or thick thicket of fucking bush or scrub bush or whatever it is, the juices of her cunt would get absorbed into the fucking poplar dildo. They were absorbed into the dildo, and they went deep into the dildo. Eventually, that fucking wooden dildo that that engine, that Comanche, that Apache bitch carved a 100 years ago, that she carved in there, here in Upper Michigan, all those juices collect in that dildo. Then that bitch dies off. I don't know how she died off. Somebody fucking scalped her. She got shot between the eyes. Fucking 12-gauge shotgun blast to the face, a fucking musket ball to the fucking pussy. I don't really know how she died. I just know I found this dildo. And what's the point of finding this dildo? Well, here's what you do. I take the dildo, and I carve it up into slices. I got a table saw. I carve it up into slices, and even though I'm using a table saw, I use a vacuum to collect the dust. Why do I want to collect the dust as I'm cutting the dildo up into these slices? 
Well, I'm cutting it up in slices because I'm going to smoke each slice of that fucking poplar hand-carved engine, an Indian dildo. I'm going to smoke each slice of it because why? Because of the juices from her cunt that are inside that piece. It's like, it's like a unbelievable, like LSD. It's like something like that. Whatever was in the squaw's pussy. See, it's an all-natural pussy. It's not like a pussy today. Fucking pussies today are not all natural, a trimmed out, all smelly thing. Looks like a cat walking away. If you ever notice you see a cat walk away, look at the pussy of a female cat, and you'll see the same walk, the same pussy that a female woman has. It's really odd. Because I carved it in these little pieces so I could smoke it. When I smoke it, the residual juices in this all-natural pussy from 150 years ago, the residual juices in there give me a tremendous smoke, a tremendous high. I remember a couple years ago, three, four years ago, I found an enormous hand-carved squaw dildo. Now, a squaw is a female Indian. I found an enormous hand-carved dildo, and when I pulled it out of the ground and lifted it to my nose, I, it was so intensely populated with the odor of pussy that I could smell pussy like five, ten women were on their back, and their legs were spread, and they're aiming their fucking flower at me, and that's how powerful the stench of the pussy was when I pulled out this dildo that I found in the woods. Man, I was gone on that. I smoked the dildo. I took it easy. I went slow. I carved it in small pieces and smoked it. I fucking got like 60 days of smoke out of that dildo. And then, like I said here earlier, when I cut it up into pieces using a table saw, I also took the sawdust and I rolled it in rolling paper and I smoked that too. I say rolling papers. You can go get zigzag rolling papers or some shit at some head shop near you. Or you can use tobacco cigarette rolling papers. And I smoked the fucking, the actual wood dust, the leftover stuff that, you know, the wood when you put on a table saw and you cut through something, the sawdust. I smoked the fuck out of that too. One of the best dildos I ever had. I was gone for like uh, one time, like nine days. Just gone. Because I smoked this dildo that was so intensely populated with the juices, the ancient juices of a squaw's cunt. And I smoked it and it was incredible. I mean, it was gone. Just literally fucking gone. And there's a real turn on with thinking this. Well, that squaw was probably good looking. That Indian bitch might have been good looking. Big, long, black hair. Big, giant, natural tits. Big, giant, fucking, gigantic, afro-like pussy. Natural pussy itself. The lips, the cunt, the juices. Eating berries and shit and animals. It had to be a better fuck then than it is today with these processed bitches. They're all pumped up with calcium pills. They take two, 300 milligrams, 500 milligrams of calcium a day. Because they don't want to bend over. They think, I'm going to hump over if I don't take fucking calcium. I better take vitamin C. I better take fucking zinc, vitamin D. I don't want no bitch like that all pumped up on a bunch of fucking pharmaceuticals, some fake vitamins from China. I want the idea of smoking a fucking dildo hand-carved by an Indian squaw, an Apache squaw. I like that, a Comanche squaw. I mean, I smoked a fuck out of that sawdust, and I did the same thing here. I saved every piece of sawdust. You should have saw me, man. I was with a little tiny vacuum getting every piece of dust up because I'm going to smoke that. This shit was in an Indian's cunt, and I'm going to smoke it. Now, where's my article? Where's my notoriety? 
How do I get in a fucking paper? How do I get anywhere with the notoriety, with the notoriety, the advantages and all that you could get? When I show them I'm smoking this Indian dildo, this squash dildo, and the juices, see, the juices get better, and they sort of ferment. It's like whiskey or bourbon aged 20, 30 years in a fucking oak keg, and then it's it's fucking carbonized with it. They burned it and burnished, burnished it or whatever they did. It's like that. The longer the dildo sits in the ground, the better the juices that were in it that got absorbed into it. The better the juices get, the more fermented they get, the more powerful they get. It's like I'm right there with that Indian bitch 150 years ago, and I can hear the fucking war drums, and I get higher and higher and higher, and I can look up, and I've had this happen. I can see smoke signals in the fucking distance or near me from squaws fucking talking to me I've gone back like in time to see the squaws are sending them smoke signals. Get over here now. Get over here and eat my pussy. Get over here now. I am by the hill with a big tree. Get over here now. I am running, cunt. Eat me out. I am deep, hole. Eat me out. You know, Indian names. I am very deep thing. Eat me out now. I am stinks like smog. I am stinks like fucking swamp. Eat me out now. They had names like that. But I start to see the smoke signals, and it just takes me away. I start to inhale. I start to breathe. I start to feel this this unbelievable high. I have this closeness with this dead woman that you could never get with some bitch that you meet today who's $50,000 in debt and wants to give you the $50,000 in debt. She wants to give you all of that. That's what she can offer you. Comes on to you like, you're. I don't ever understood this. You meet them three, five days later, you're out of your fucking mind. You're paying every goddamn bill. You go nuts, man. You went 22 years, 25 years. You didn't know her for fuck, but now you can't think. 25, 50 grand she owes. Car payments late behind. No car insurance. There she's walking around and has the audacity to walk around. She's going to Saunders Chocolate Shop. She's got a big fucking bumpy cake in her arms. She's going to Walmart. She's at the mall with some high-end store, walking around and acting like she has integrity. She has honor. Look at I am valuable. I am worthwhile. When you and I both know she pulled the train the night before. Six, seven dicks in her for four or five hours long. She can't even walk. She's telling you her shoes are hurting or something nonsense like that. How can they walk around like that after what we really know they have done? Took a dick all night long. Walking around looking for a fucking tasty cunt snack. And that's what you are to a bitch. I mean, a dick is a cunt snack. Doesn't get to keep it. It just gets to chew on a little while. It's like chew tobacco, whatever they call that shit. Just gets to chew on a little bit, a little while. Here's my little cunt snack. Here it goes. That's a dick going in and out. Walking around, driving around. That's all a chick wants. Pretending they don't need you, acting like they're all together. Well, they're really powerful now as a giant group, and they're all wooing and yaying right now because they're 19 years old. But at 46, if they don't have a fucking house and they don't have financial security, they're going to be on the fucking street and they're going to need you. So I don't know what this big lie is that's going on that they don't need you. In the past couple of years, this isn't a goddamn joke. 
In the past couple of years, I have a small fucking tablet, a little thing you pull a green cover off. It's made out of cardboard. You can flip it over, and it's just a narrow notebook-like thing with college-ruled lines. I write in there the people that I have run over. And I was startled to see that I'm like nine, seven to nine, somewhere near. Now, the other ones I say I'm not quite sure about, I think I was fucked up and I wasn't able to write what I, whatever it is I did. I think it's somewhere from seven to nine. But I've literally run over seven fucking women walking around with shopping bags in their hands. I've run them clean over. I don't know what happened. It's not vindictive. I don't know what it is. It just hate. It just peaks. It's like a rage. It's like just skyrockets up like a 10-gauge fucking goose gun, and you just shot it off, and just boom, boom. Walking around looking for a cunt snack. There you are in your neighborhood. Look at you in your neighborhood, man. Every fucking buddy scorn that you knew there. Only people there now are Chaldeans, Iraqians, Armenians. Chinese people, Spanish people, whatever they are. Hispanics, fucking Mexicans, fucking Chicanos, they're all in your neighborhood now. And there's chicks there, too. And they're looking for dick. They're just driving around looking for dick. The last couple of Caucasians in here, let's get some fucking dick. There's this corner bar up there. Jim Son's bar, and you're up there looking for, they're up there looking for dick. You've pumped them all out. They just pass them on down, pass them on down. You keep pumping them out. They're all riving around looking for, looking for a cunt snack. They want a cunt snack. Every chick you see at work, she's had a cunt snack in her maybe that morning. She's gobbled on a cunt snack that morning. A cunt snack's like a beef jerky you can put in your mouth, and you don't have to actually swallow it, and you can chew on it for half an hour. That's what they do. They're cunt snack. They stick your dick in there. You don't know if a dick is in there long enough. I have a friend that works in the fucking health department in Detroit, Michigan. He told me that the juices inside a cunt, this so-called self-cleaning oven, that they have done experiments because they found people dead in suspicious ways and murders and everything else. They've taken dicks and they've put them in a cunt of a woman who's dying, or, I mean, who's dead. And the juices in that dead cunt have ate the dick up, he said. He said they've never seen nothing like it. The dick was in there too long, and the cunt juices ate up that dick, just dissolved it into nothing. When they pulled the goddamn dick out, he said it didn't resemble a dick at all. It looked like a fucking, kind of a broken-up number-two pencil, he said, that someone had taken a blowtorch to. That's what their dick looked like, just blackened it all up, all kinds of breaks. The dick was left in the pussy too goddamn long, and that's what happens. And that's what happens to you. Your dick's in there too goddamn long, too many times, too many years, and it breaks you down. A disease passes through your cock, through your fucking fuck stump. It passes through that, goes through your body, and slowly dissolves the cells of what you are. Dissolves the cells. It's sickening to me to think that chicks are driving around with a $50,000 debt they're three car payments behind. They haven't paid their car insurance. They've had two, five, three, four, five, seven restraining orders. They've been in court at least 15 to 20 times looking for fucking cash in any way they can. And they're still driving around looking for a cunt snack, looking for your dick. You're going to save them. 
As a collective, they're really powerful. When they're alone looking out their rented window in some apartment, and they're going on 35, 39, 42, 46, and they've got no house to live in, now they realize they've been misdirected, that it was all a scam, a corporate ruse <clears throat> to make money. Someone's making money with this all this bullshit, but not them. And now they got nothing except a fucking dildo that they're going to leave behind, just like these engines, these squaws I'm talking about. <clears throat> It was a really harsh dildo I smoked. I got a really sore throat. They're just like these squaws and shit. They, they're dildos in a dump. And it's got all the juices in it. But who can smoke rubber? Nobody can smoke rubber. Some fucker finds her dildo 100 years from now. It's made out of rubber. It's 14 inches long. They think I'll smoke this and get high like this guy I listened to from fucking 2023. Except you can't smoke rubber. It's a joke. That's the remnants, that's the relics of what they were. Here's their dildo, and here's their burned-out panties with holes torn in a cunt hole area. And they're all in landfills, billions of them all over the U.S. That's their fucking, that's their relic, that's what they've left behind. Instead, they show you six people standing around a fucking coffin, and they're all wearing black, and there's a priest there, and they're all feeling sullen and talking about how great a person she was. It wasn't fucking great. She was never great. She was always fucking evil. The only way a bitch gets to this country, gets at this time in our history, 2023, is because her fucking bitches behind her, all the ones that are dead, fought, killed, raped, shot, scalped, sniped, did everything possible, sawed in half, hammered any man they were around to get them here now. That should scare you right there. But they don't advertise that. Hey, how did this bitch who seemed so sweet get here in 2023? Because every fucking woman behind her hammered some fucking guy with a hammer, sawed him in half, drilled a hole in him, dropped shit on him, make him drink poison, radiator fluid, got rid of him, and she kept fucking going. Driving around looking for a cunt snack. I got a cunt snack. I got to get some cunt snack. I, my pussy hungers. I, I've got to get me some dick. I've got to get me some dick. Dick, D-I-C-K, dick. Man, I'm telling you, man, it's fucking scary to me. This isn't a goddamn joke. I'm fucking scared out of my goddamn mind, man, with what I think is out there and what I think a woman really is. If you start to think about it, you'll start to shit. You may even shit your pants. I'm fucking not acting here, man. I'm literally, I'm literally petrified. I'm terrified. And I'm stupefied at what I fucking think a bitch is. And that's what you want. And you say, look at Norm. Norm's driving around upper Michigan northern woods with no fucking clothes on. He's got a shitload of dope on him. He's got booze. He's got a fucking clock on him. He's driving around the woods on his fucking Argo Frontier 18 horsepower. It's a two-seater. It's got two bench seats. And he's got a cape on. I used to think that was odd. I used to think that was sort of different. And now I'm starting to think that what he's saying is fucking true. I used to think Norm might was a tad off or something, but I'm thinking that what he's saying has actually got truth to it. Remember, a really intellectual thing or a thought or an idea or a person would scare the shit out of you. You wouldn't want to be around him, would you? All we see is homogenized imbeciles that have been polished and repolished and repolished and repackaged, and we throw billions of dollars at them. Get me a cunt snack. 
I'm going to get me a cunt snack. I'm driving. I'm going to get me a cunt snack. I'm driving around looking for dick. I'm going to look for some dick. She's on the fucking third floor with you, the seventh floor, the ninth floor. And she's in a cubicle across from you, the cubicle on the left of you. Maybe she's lucky and got an office and really thinks she's big. And there you are, and there she is. You have any idea what she did three days ago? Five days ago, nine days ago, you have any idea that she keeps repeating this and repeating this and repeating this and the thoughts in her mind are so horrifying, so scary, so fucking twisted, so evil, and there you are. Yeah, my boss likes me. I just turned in a third quarter report. I just finished a stack of accounts payables that were two feet fucking high. I did them in instantaneous time. No one can believe it. I found all kinds of fucking variances. I worked with a purchasing agent. I worked with accounts receivable. It's incredible what I've done. This is what you're thinking about. You know what she's thinking about? She's thinking about this. This is the noise she made over the weekend or two hours before she got to you. That's the cum driven out the sides of her mouth because she took a massive fucking load. You ever see a chocolate fucking milk container? Took a load like that in her ass and her cunt and it's dripping out of her mouth. And now she's sitting in that office or that cubicle sitting there like nothing's going on. And she expects you to think nothing's going on. She believes you'll think nothing's going on. Well, we know better what's fucking going on. Get out of there, man. Get out of there. Get away from that bitch. You want solitude? You want security? You want peace of mind? Run to the nearest fucking man because he's going to get a pizza. He's going to get a hoagie fucking sandwiches. He's going to fucking get a large Coca-Cola at McDonald's. They think completely fucking different. Half the chicks you see right now that pass you, half the chicks in your building, your neighborhood, they act like they're walking normal, right? You see them. They're walking normal. Nothing's up. Drop that act. If you could wave a wand and make them drop the act of the way they're walking, you'd see 90% of them limping because they took a dick in their ass for nine fucking hours. They'd be limping. As they walk now, they're in severe pain, but they're trying to fake it for you. I can't let them know what I really am, which is a dick addict. I need dick. Without a man, they can't support themselves. I don't care if a shit what they say. They're not going to work till they're 60 or 80 and have a drawer full of dildos. That's a fucking nowhere zone. That's Deadville. So I'm driving around, man, in the woods. I'm driving around in the woods on my Argo Frontier 18 horsepower with two fucking handles. You pull it back to stop. You push both handles to the front to go fast. You pull the fucking right handle down. Push the left handle up. You want to turn fucking right? No problem. And what do I come across? Like a gift from God. An actual old engine dildo. Oh, they're out here. They may be in your community. Whatever rural area you are in. Are there Indians in your area? Then you could find one, but you got to know how to spot one. I've got a highly attuned fucking nasal passages, and I do because I, years ago, would eat pussy until I self-educated myself, and I got used to the stench of, of pussy, and I could find it. I don't care where it was. Go in any bar, you could find pussy. You just smell for the fucking fish. If they don't sell fish and you smell fish, head for that area, and you'll be inside some chick's asshole with your big dick in no time. I could smell fucking pussy with my nose. And I do that on my Argo Frontier. I could smell pussy in the woods. And I know that somewhere ahead is an ancient fucking hand-carved dildo carved from a poplar tree. They call them poplars. They were porous, easy to carve, easy to whittle with, easy to make tools with. 
and there's a dildo just drenched in vaginal juices. Some long black-haired engine who had long straight hair and black long before fucking Kim Kardashian. And she's out in the woods, man, with her big eyebrows, her black, jet black, straight hair. The real Kim Kardashian. She's fucking something. Maybe the goddamn, the dildo I found wasn't hand-carved. Maybe she was fucking it was perfect and saved her from having to fucking carve it. It was coming out of a tree that had fallen over, and she just straddled that fucker, and man, she fucked it. And she come, man. Probably broke it off. The cunt's powerful. It's a powerful fucking snapping turtle-like jaw and a mechanism. It unfurls. Did you know that? I've talked about this before. The cunt's dangerous. It will unfurl. It's like two inches long. Ask Google how long a dil- how long a cunt is. You don't say it like that, though. You say, hey, hey, Google, how, how long is a woman's vagina? She'll say two to three inches. Then you'll know immediately, without question, you'll say Norm is right. Norm says stuff that's real. She says, here's what she'll say. It's approximately two to three inches when it's not stretched, when it's not unfurled or whatever. Two to three inches? That's bullshit. That's bitches wanting you to think how dainty they are. The cunt can take 14 fucking inches. The cervix will open up to the size of a motherfucking, honest to God, a small bowling ball, a starter bowling ball. That's how big the cervix will open up inside the cunt, and the kid comes out from past that where the fucking uterus is. All the eggs in there and shit, she's bubbling, shocked, full of fucking eggs. That's how big the cunt is. Ask her. Ask her how long the cunt is. How deep is it? She'll say two to three inches. Well, the cunt has to unfurl. Just keeps unfurling and growing and unfurling and growing and getting longer and longer and longer and longer. And believe it or not, that cunt is so adept, so fine-tuned, so through biology, through evolution, that cunt knows how big your dick is before you get it near it. Think of that. It knows how big your dick is. The cunt will unfurl to that distance without even your pants off with your dick even off. The cunt knows. How big it is. Look at the cunt. How long it is. It knows all these measurements. The, the pussy. Think about that, man. You think about the pussy. It's wet before you fuck it. The pussy is in charge of the female. The pussy is 90% of a woman. That's all they want is a dick in there. Whenever they feel a wet spot growing down there, they now follow where the wet spot gets harder and harder, hotter and hotter. And they follow it in the store. My pussy's on fire. It's detecting a fucking, like, like Spider-Man. It's detecting a dick in here. And they just follow the heat of their pussy, their cunt, into the store, into the Walgreens, into the fucking K- last remaining Kmart, into the last remaining Sears store, some outlet, into the left, whatever it is, some supermarket. It just keeps on following that dick because the pussy wants that dick and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. You know how hard that is to maintain? You have any idea? How much women fake it? Her cunts on fire feels like a campfire, like they're out there camping. You know how hot a campfire is? That's how hot her cunt gets, wanting the dick that it knows is in the area. Try walking with your fucking pants on fire. Try walking with an actual campfire strapped between your legs. You fucking strap some straps around your thighs. You put a little table there, a little plate there, like an aluminum camping fucking tray, a metal camping plate. You put that between your legs, and you light a campfire there. Try walking around like that. You can't, can you? But a bitch can. 
There's nothing better that I can see than smoking an old Indian dildo that you find. You can't smoke a rubber dildo. Nobody could do that. You'd die. That's what happens today when you hook up with a female today. You die. Their self-cleaning oven kills you. There's a self-cleaning oven that doesn't need a douchebag. Well, give me a fucking time machine. I want to go back to when women were all natural and real. I want to go back to that. Big hairy bushes. They use douchebags. They clean their cunt out before you fucked them. They'd clean their asshole out before you fucked them. Today, it's now fuck you. Got a self-cleaning oven as you're gagging down there. We have a self-cleaning oven. It's it's so special. It's a, a little special self-cleaning oven. It's, That's you trying to knock it unconscious so you can get out of there before you're sucked into that cunt. Nothing better than driving around, man. Fucking driving around the Argo frontier. You're not near a chick, are you? You're not near a chick that's filled with fucking pulsating, bubbling goddamn eggs. Pulsating goddamn eggs. Bunches and bunches of eggs inside. If you unzipped a woman, hundreds if not thousands of eggs will fall out of her fucking cunt and out of her body and onto the floor. And you want that. How could she think? How could anybody employ that? How? You're hired. No problem. You're hired. How many eggs are you? Let's see, you're 21 years old. You've got 350,000 eggs inside you right now. That should be the way you decide. And I'd say that. How, how old are you? 21. Hmm, let me hang on a second here. I'm typing into the keyboard. I've got a special algorithm in there and a special software. And I've got an app in there and I'm clicking it through. She hears my fingers clicking. Tick, 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 tick. She said, what are you doing, Mr. Augustinus? I said, I'm calculating with a special app how many fucking eggs you got in you because you won't be able to fucking think. All you're going to think about is a cunt snack while you're on fucking working at this company. I don't want get the flying fuck out of here. And that's when I hit the red goddamn button on my desk. Filled with fucking eggs. It's a tough thing to play, man. You want some bitch filled with eggs? Or do you want some bitch and ain't got an egg in her? What do you do? It's between those areas. Who wants it? Wants a woman with no eggs in her. I want a woman with eggs in her who acts like a fucking man. That's what I want. Driving around, man. Driving around fucking on my Argo frontier. It's just wonderful. I don't have to worry about fucking. I don't have to worry about what I've got myself into. If you look too deep into fucking, and I think these thoughts through as I'm driving around on my Argo frontier looking for Apaches and squaw fucking dildos and looking for bags of gold that Indians had knocked out of some pale face its fillings, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for all kinds of treasures like that when I'm out there. And one day you're going to read that I have found the fucking treasure, that I'm finally free of this shit. I can finally be free of you. So wonderful. So enjoyable, man. I'm starting to laugh, man. And driving around, man, sometimes I sit and make a campfire and I think things like this. And you could think this too. Maybe you do. The chick you want. You're on top. You're fucking her. Your dick is deep inside her silo. And your pud's in there. Your fucking cum cannon's in there. Your cum cannoli. Your Abraham Lincoln log splitter, this gigantic dick that I have is in fucking her crease, her crevice, her seam. You're splitting her wide open. Well, just below that cunt, I'm talking as thin as a piece of paper. Let's say two pieces of paper, uh, like like laser printer, printer, like inkjet paper. Just the thickness of that. There's a turd waiting for you. That's her turd. It's fecal matter. It's 18, 12 inches long because all she does is eat healthy and eat vitamins. 
It's that fucking big, this turd. And it's in her colon, just a paper's thickness from your dick, which is in her pussy, when she's on her back. You're fucking on top of shit. You're on top of shit. There's her shit. And your dick is on top of a log, shit log. Think of that. And you want that. Would you ever fucking pick up shit if you found on the sidewalk? When your dick is deep in her asshole, would she pick up shit on the sidewalk? They walk around it. They say gross. But in some fucking special mode they go into, they don't care about shit anymore when your dick is out. Your dick is lying on a bed of fecal matter when you're fucking your hump, dickhead. It's lying on top of a big bed of fecal matter. Go to sleep, your dick's still in her. There's a turd there. I've had this happen. I've fallen asleep on top of a woman. We're both wasted on all kinds of shit. We want to talk about it here. Got a couple emails on and off from the authorities. And we're both fucking wasted beyond anything. And you wake up and your dick is a shriveled mess. And there's a pile of shit clinging to your balls. Because she shit when you were on top of her when she was wasted too. And your balls are encased in a plaster of Paris-like fucking encasement of her fecal matter. You get up, man, you walk around, you think something's heavy. Why does my dick feel so heavy? I, I've never fucking felt that before. And you look down, there's like a gigantic ball, like the size of a softball, of shit that's encasing your balls, and it's rock hard. Looks like it came from outer space, and it's her shit. She shit when you were laying on top of her, and it encased your ball sack when you were fucking and you passed out. I've had that happen lots of fucking times. Honestly. This is not a joke. I don't tell jokes. I don't make stuff up. I tell the truth. I tell the truth on things that have happened to me personally in the, in the hopes that you can get betterment from this, that you can grow from this, that you won't make the mistakes that I've made. You just don't want to make the mistakes that I've made, and I've made a lot. But I also had a lot of great things happen, too. Like, one of the greatest things is being able to find this fucking dildo, this Indian dildo. They don't usually talk about dildos. They used to talk about them a lot. I got kind of tired of talking about dildos. But when I came across another dildo, an Indian dildo, and the value of an Indian dildo. If I put out all kinds of emails, if I write all kinds of letters, they even accept letters anymore, and I do this, and I'm trying to look for press, and I'm smiling there holding the dildo, and I, they show that, like, there's a, you can see waves in the air of the stink coming off the dildo, like waves in a hot day coming off a pile of shit. Would they... Would they print that? Would they talk about it? What will Norm do now? Can you tell us about the dildo? Yes, I can. Yes, I can do that, Gloria. And here's how. I found it in the dirt. I took it out of the dirt. I smelled it. I could smell the pussy from a distance of 10 or 12 feet away. It's heavily concentrated, heavily dosed with a massive amount of Indian squaw pussy from some 100, 150 years ago. She's fucking herself while her fucking dude was out there with his war paint on, scalping white people, and she was fucking herself. How's that different than today? It's not, is it? Some dude goes to work eight, ten hours a day in Grosbeck Highway in Roseville, Michigan at some fucking factory, and she's dicking herself at home or dicking the neighbor. Or someone's come over, he's talked about her too much to her his best friend, and she's he's over there fucking her, and they've got a relationship now. He exposed too much about her, and now he's fucking her while he's at work. How's that different? It's the same thing. He's out making money, just like the fucking guy with the war paint on. He's out there. Look at him. 
He's out there with a single arrow on his fucking head looking for fucking food and grub and all kinds of shit to make his mark, and she's back there fucking herself with a poplar hand-carved engine dildo. Can you tell us about it, Norm? Yeah, I can tell you about it. I could smell pussy. I knew that I was 30, 40 yards away. I don't know what that is. That's the imperial. I don't know what it is for the metric system. I was that far away, 10 meters. I don't know what it is. And I was that far, and I could smell the pussy, and I zeroed into it with my Argo Frontier 18 horsepower, two seaters, two bench seats, whole entire fiberglass top. You can lift right off. There's the engine to maintain it, to work on it, to service it. And I could smell pussy, and I drove towards it. What'd you do then? Well, I got out the Argo Frontier. I took a hit of fucking bourbon from my foam sandwich that looks like a sandwich, but isn't a sandwich. Hidden inside of it is a flask of fucking bourbon, and there's a bite out of it. You unscrew the cap. It looks like you're taking a bite out of a sandwich. I take that with me if I go out anywhere in public. I got out, took a swig of that. I fucking sucked down an entire pre-roll. They're like fucking candy. They're like, they're not anything that I'd smoke. A pre-roll's really light. I don't want it. It's been fucking rolled by some corporate fucking goon. I just don't want that. Takes the whole fun out of it. I took a hit of that and I went towards the stench. There it is. I looked down. I saw the dildo. I always carry a magnifying glass with me. I pulled the magnifying glass out and then I have this little tiny fucking loop that I use for jewelry and shit. As you know, I'm Jewish. And I took that fucking loop out and I looked inside that dildo and I thought, is there any gold in there? Is there any diamonds in there? Is there any treasure in there whatsoever? When I ruled on any gold, diamonds or treasure or any kind of thing of value, I used a big magnifying glass and I saw this tremendous squad dildo. And as it sat there, I saw actual Indian pubic hair, big, long, jet black pubic hair coming out of the fucking mud. It was wrapped around the dildo, still there, still intact. And I knew what I had, man. I had gold. I had fucking gold, man. It, I just started fucking crying, man, when I saw what I had. I, I'm, I'm fucking tearing up right now telling you this. Nobody gets to find these. I do. Because I know what I'm looking for. It's like fucking morel, was it morel mushrooms? Are they very rare? Morel, morel mushrooms? They're very rare, highly fucking educated people trained to find morel mushrooms are in the woods looking for these fucking things are so goddamn valuable. This is more valuable because nobody knows about it. Nobody knows what to do with it. I studied it with a magnifying glass. I realized it was an Indian dildo, 100, 150 years old. You did. Can you tell us what you did then? Yeah. I've got a slight shaking problem, probably from drugs and alcohol and other things. I have a tremor. I tried to reach down to the dildo that was embedded in the earth, sitting there 150 years. I reached down with shaking, trembling hands, and I slowly took the dildo out like I was Dr. Lewis Leakey, the famous fucking guy, that archaeologist. Turned out to be a fraud, I think. And I pulled it out of the ground. When I pulled it out of the ground, I heard this. Why did you hear that? Well, I heard that because it was like a hermetical seal. It's been sitting there that long. And the kinetic energy was built up in the dildo. And when I pulled it out of the ground, it made that sound. And I knew I had something. I had gold here, man. And I could smell pussy. Indian pussy 150 years ago. There it was. Not this fucking pussy of today, this modern milked over fucking vanilla pussy. This was real fucking pussy. And I was in all the way. I was going to say all in. I was in. And I lifted it from the fucking ground and I held it up in a 
part of the woods there where the trees had an opening and the sun came through and I held it up there and I could even hear like 2001 burnt boom 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 as I was looking at the dildo and could smell the stink of this Indian's pussy who's long dead but her cunt lingers on that's how the cunt is it just goes on and on and on and lingers on and on and on and on did you know that a woman is in the ground 5, 10, 15, 25, 50 years. You know that the pussy is still intact, still looking for dick. It just thinks the lights are out. It doesn't know what's going on. It has no concept of time. It thinks the lights are out. Maybe the bitch is asleep. But the pussy is still there waiting for dick. It just wants dick to come in. It'll wait forever for all eternity. The whole body will mummify or rot away. But the torso will stay perfectly intact, looking for fucking dick, waiting for dick, waiting for the light of day to come when someone opens that coffin and they can fuck that cunt. That's how it is. Cunt just goes on and on and on. It doesn't die. It'll outlive you a hundred times, tenfold. It'll just outlive the fuck out of you. Of course it will. You're at work 10, 12 hours a day. You're giving 90% of your money away. Maybe next week you go to timu.com or you go to fucking Amazon and buy something at third price because that's all you can afford because you're giving it all to some bitch who blew you one fucking time. I love her so goddamn much. I just love her. <laughs> I don't know why. I know why. And you know why, too. I don't have to go into that now. This isn't a psychological show. Psychologically, deep show. It's a man show, man. This is a fucking man show. I don't, this ain't no fucking fruity show. This is a man show. I don't want no fruits here. I say that all the time. This ain't a fruity show. I held it up to the sun, man. I held it up to the break, the light coming through the trees, and I saw it had a perfectly intact Indian dildo. Now, what do you do next? Well, I always wrap it in saran wrap. This is me talking to her. I wrap them in saran wrap so nothing comes out, no residual comes off. I don't lose anything in, in, in squat pubic hairs. I wrap it in saran wrap and gently place it into the special foam carrier I have in the back of the Argo Frontier six-wheel ATV. I go back to the house. I gently clean it just like I'm a fucking person who works in archaeology, who works in that, ex excavating things. I do that. I take all the pubic hairs out, I use tweezers, take those all out, I put them aside, I clean off all the soil around it. you got to be careful with the soil or algae that might be growing on it because there could be some pubic, there could be some pussy juices in there and you don't want to lose them. I've let the algae dry out in sun on a windowsill. I let the algae dry out, it gets really brittle, really dry, almost like fixings like you're going to make for when you're going to roll a joint. And I've smoked that, and I'm telling you, I got high from that, because it come out of a woman's pussy. Now, this is something I'd never tell. Now, I have smoked modern-day pussy stuff, and it's not nothing of the same. You can't be tanked up with 500 fucking calcium pills, all kinds of birth control pills, all kinds of morning-after pills, all kinds of Julie pills. You can't be tanked up on all that bullshit and other 100 different vitamins and think you can smoke her pussy and get the same fucking after effect, the same effect, the same buzz. It just doesn't happen. I don't get it. She still can bend them over a chair. You can bend them over and bang them out all night long as you're hanging onto their fucking hips. You can bang them out. What do you do then? 
Well, I take all the pubic hairs out. I take the algae out. I clean it up. I let the dildo dry out. You have to let it specially in the humidor, like something you do with cigars. Perfectly climate controlled. I let it dry out. And once it's dried out, that's when I start sawing it in half into tiny pieces that I can smoke. Then I collect all the fucking sawdust and I use that and fix that in rolling papers and I smoke that. But every piece of that dildo will be smoked fucking dry by your correspondent, Norm Augustinus. That's me. I'm telling her this. Make sure you put that in bold letters or italics or something else, miss. Would you like me to smoke your pussy? Bring me a fucking hamper filled with all the cum panties in it, and I'll try smoking that. I've done it. I've cut the crotches out, the cotton-ventilated panels of chicks' panties today. I had a woman tell me once, she wrote me, Norm, we don't call them panties anymore. We call them underwear. Not the bitches I hang around with. You wear your underwear, you soulless, lonely bitch. Follow your fucking, for your next directive, for the six dykes that run this country. Go watch a TV commercial. Go watch a movie. Get your next directive. But leave me the fuck alone. You can smoke their panties. I've done it. You cut out the cotton ventilated panel. You let it dry out. You take that. You don't even have to grind it up or anything. You roll it into like a doobie-like fashion. And then you dip it in sugar water. And once it's dipped in sugar water, it gets really hard. You put it in the sun, let it out, and you smoke it. That sugar mixes with the vaginal fixins, the vaginal juices, whatever she had in her cunt, and you can smoke that. Yeah, you'll get a light fucking buzz, but nothing that I get when I find and smoke a fucking Indian, a squaw's dildo, 100, 150 years old. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, I've had drugs of every kind, but never a drug like this. And that tells you that the pussy is a drug. The pussy is a small, a very strong elixir, a hypnotic fucking thing that you have to be careful with. And I say that all the time. You must be careful with it because it can take you down. You could lose everything. The bitch you just met six days or ten days or two weeks ago that you're now thinking of hooking up with permanently, you want to marry or some shit, she'll take everything from you and you'll be in the back room or the basement beaten off to a 1960s or 70s fucking, some fucking pornographic magazine, Steer Magazine, Inc., I used to subscribe to that. I don't think it's available anymore. It was a private subscription for certain people, certain levels of people. They had thousands of subscribers. It was like if you were in a club with and you were in China or Japan, I better not tell you that. I can't tell you that right now. You're not ready for that. You're not ready for fucking level 10. We got a long ways to go before I hit level 10 with Norm Augustinus. You have to be careful. I have to give you small doses of me, but I can't take you to level 10 now. That was almost an analytical screw-up, a logistical screw-up, and I I'm, I apologize for that. What else you do then, Norm? Well, I got some of the fucking sawdust here that's been, that was from that Indian dildo. If you want, I can grind it up especially small. I got a special little grinder here that's used for diamonds to collect diamond dust and grind it and collect it and they put that and they put it in settings and things like that i can grind that up into diamond dust size and we can snort it together if you want to that's what i tell her we could snort it together and i have snorted indian pussy hand carved dildos 150 year old indian dildos squaw dildos i have snorted them and smoked them and smelt them like a fine Cuban cigar. That's what it's like. And nobody that I know of does this. I don't even know if it exists. And I feel that I'm taking a chance telling you right now what I do. But it's a truth. Everything I tell you is a truth. That's just a stage play. 
This isn't some fucking show, some roadside show, a traveling circus. What I tell you here is certifiable shit that I collate and collect. I use dry erase boards. I use chalkboards, all kinds of computers, all kinds of scientific calculators. And I've been doing this for years upon years upon years. I literally have two rooms filled to the top of file cabinets with my theories, my my ideas, my con- my conjectures, my thoughts, all of it, and someday it's going to be found, and I'm going to be dead then. And what will I get from it? Nothing. I get nothing from it, and I'm dead. You'll get something from it. The up-and-coming generation will get something from it. The, the men today who are being feminized to fucking serve women, and that's what's going on. Every bitch today is teaching some dude how to serve a future bitch he's going to meet. That's not how it was when I was younger. You didn't serve her. You served your cock in her, but you didn't get fucking serving her. And I've got just storehouse of knowledge. Just sitting here talking about this right now, about my dildo. I actually got tears coming out of my eyes. If you watch some old Elvis film, some old Elvis concert, they'll do close-ups on them. And the fucking guy is crying. Well, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just like that. I'm like Elvis and I'm crying, except it's an Indian squad dildo that I'm so fucking ecstatic about. It's that touching. It's that fucking deep. You can learn to smell pussy. You're saying, how can I do it? You can learn to smell pussy. You ever been around a woman on a rag? I once went to my friend in upstate New York. He was in Woodstock and I visited him. When I got there, he had a roommate. Well, the roommate was fucking some woman, and it stunk of fish in, in this little tiny house so badly that I went to the toilet. I thought, I'll go to the bathroom. When I opened the lid on the toilet, I looked into the toilet. There must have been 15 fucking rubbers in there, floating like bobbers when you go fishing. They had been all knotted off, and they're filled with cum, and there they were. That was their day. That's what a woman is, isn't it? But so long as she gets a Google certificate, she's probably better than you. A woman today, 19, with a Google certificate, excuse me, surpasses you 100 times with your bachelor's or master's degree, with your doctorate's degree. All a bitch has to do is show up with a Google certificate and she's got the goddamn job. That's what you're competing with, fuckstick. A Google certificate that she got online, that she went somewhere or did something for two weeks, it don't fucking matter that you were up 6 a.m. every day for four or five or six fucking years, going to class after class, rain, sleet, or snow, doesn't matter, sicknesses, it, deaths in the family. That fucking Iraqi's got a Google certificate. That Armenian's got a Google certificate. That fucking Chaldean's got a Google certificate. That Indian's got a Google... Let's take the Indian out of that. That's not true. That fucking whatever, that that Mexican's got a Google certificate. You're out. You're a dude. You're out, motherfucker. But what can you get? What can be yours? What special place, what thing can you own that you can always be on top of that nobody could ever take away from you? Not now, not ever. They could never take away from you. What is it that you got? You got ideas. You got things in your head that they can't get to, don't you? Ideas, thoughts, conjectures, plans. They can't get to that layer upon layer of shit. They can't get to it. And you got your dildo. You got the idea. You got the thought. You got the basic premise. You got the blueprint on how you can hunt 
for fucking engine dildos. An engine's a slang name for an, an Indian woman. An, or an Indian, an Indian in general. You got the engine squad dildo that you might have found in the woods somewhere. You'll know where it is. You don't have an attuned nose like I do. You can't follow your nose. But as you're walking through some deeply wooded area, and you start to hear this, you're walking around, of course there's branches and shit, you're walking, you're listening, you're becoming a part of the fucking surroundings, you're becoming something in the fucking, in that area, in that moment, you're becoming it. The algae, the tree, the weeds, the vine. If you start to hear this, you know what that is? Those are fucking flies, my friend. They're flies. And the fly is a sure indicator that there's pussy somewhere up there buried. There's either some dead bitch, or there's a buried ancient Indian squaw dildo. And even the flies are rejoicing at what they found. Flies like stuff that stinks. You hear that, you know there's a dead bitch up there. There's a dildo up there. Rule out the dead bitch, what can you do? You want the dildo, you want to take it back home. Dry it out. Use the steps I told you. You want to get it fucking all cut up and you want to smoke it. You want to grind up the sawdust very tiny. You want to fucking snort it. Listen for the flies, man. Become part of your environment. Become, what do they say, one with it? Become one with your environment, man. I'm fucking almost crying, man. I've given you everything in this thing. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. Man. Snort an engine dildo today. And you won't have to worry about the worry of tomorrow, motherfucker. <coughs> You've been listening to the one and only My dick is enormous. There is no escape. at the big clock in cyberspace it's dark out there in cyberspace it's scary out there in cyberspace you're out there in cyberspace you're frozen with fear you don't know what to do you're looking up you're looking down you're looking to the right you're looking to the left it's windy out you don't know what to do you're frozen till eventually and quite abruptly you hear this distant chiming clock in the background and you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace there's thousands of people there they're holding hands they're smiling they've been waiting for you there's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place it's a tower a hundred hundred and fifty feet tall brown bricks tan mortar way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel it's a clock it's backlit and above this is this chimey bell-like thing 
that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles, you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Georgette, how are you? I have invented an amazing dildo. My dildo is 21 inches long and 5 inches wide. My dildo is made entirely of transparent high-impact plastic. At the back of my dildo is an unscrewable hatch. Once the hatch is unscrewed and is removed from the back of the dildo, a live parrot can be pushed into the dildo. As you know, parrots can talk quite well. Additionally, parrots are expert observers. Georgette, how my dildo works is genius. Just prior to pumping off her hot, hungry fuckhole with my space-age dildo, the woman shoves a live parrot into my dildo and screws the hatch tight. At that point, the dildo is shoved in and out of the woman's dripping fuckhole, and while the dildo moves in and out of her cunt, the parrot remembers everything he hears and sees while he's deep inside her cunt. When the woman comes and my amazing dildo is extracted from her undulating snatch, the parrot will say things like, It stinks bad in there. It's an endless pit. Or, 
Don't jam me into that hole again. As it's standing on its perch, an ex-girlfriend of mine that I used as a test subject told me a story about her dildo use, and she said her once very talkative parrot now only says, I was in hell. I saw Lucifer over and over again. She also said her parrot is now blind and its eyes are white like it's possessed. Georgette, can you loan me $1.3 million so I can get my amazing transparent 21-inch long parrot dildo into production? Get back to me. ASAP. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the Christmas tree farm. She was out near the road putting up a banner about when the Christmas tree farm would be open for the holiday season. When I got out of my car, your big-titted little sister started rubbing my crotch, and while she was rubbing my crotch, I pinched both of her long, hard nipples, and I plunged my thumb through the spandex fabric of her tight yoga pants and deep into her asshole. Before I knew what was happening, we were fucking alongside a fully decorated roadside balsam fir Christmas tree. A black woman with an enormous ass stopped her 1972 Mercury Montego automobile and three cross-eyed Mexican girls got out in addition to a Chinese chick and they ran over to try to get in on some of the sex action. I ate all four of the women out in addition to your big-titted little sister and I made the Chinese girl give me a rim job while she fondled my balls and then I beat all of them until they were unconscious with the fully decorated balsam fir Christmas tree and then I threw their bodies into the trunk of the 1972 Mercury Montego and I started the car and put it in drive. Your big-titted little sister and I went to the Waffle House later that night on 3rd Street and we talked about the rich memories we had just made. Attention Waffle House customers, this is Larry, the Waffle House manager. There is fresh jism leaking down the bathroom walls right now in both the men's and women's restrooms. This fresh cum makes an excellent addition to your freshly made waffle. Enjoy your meal at the Waffle House. That is all. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture. Dick!